This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and what, what, what? Welcome to the Basement Bookers podcast. It's your boy, Basement Jared. That's my internet name. Here he is, also here, his internet name, Rich Riz. And together, we all together, Basement Bookerverse, acknowledge him. That's right. The Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, still currently the reigning, defending, undisputed, Universal tribal head of the table chief. Yeet. Yeet. Had to get my sandwich in there. Yeah, you've actually heard made made very clear that he has done it. He, he's had enough of introductions. That he's tired. He's sick and sick and tired. He's sick and tired of the foreplay. He wants to get down to the nitty gritty. The news, rumors, and bullshit. Painfully, painstakingly researched. Over hours and hours of thought and research, thoroughty. That is also it's like virility, but thoroughness. You know what I'm saying? Mm, uh, that's you. rich to riz. Thoroughty, just just flowing through wherever that's supposed to be. I don't, don't have I've ever heard that word because it's a basement bookers uh, addition to the lexicon. It goes in there with many other phrases that have been made up here. Excellent. But lest you lest you all forget the famous ones such as and this is when the flashback comes in, everybody remembers, and then we come back, and then here we are now. Right, so look, Rich, look you, for that ba- look for that basin Booker's dictionary coming uh October first, twenty just looking for some obsessive fans to do that. Alright. Anyway. <laughs> Rich, you know, we, we did it, we did it, we got through your favorite part of the podcast, the intro. Yes. Um, wh- wh- why don't you tell us all about what you found? Diving straight in. According to PWInsider.com, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are now free agents after their impact contracts expire. They plan to focus on New Japan going forward, though there has been recent interest from Vince's WWE, though there's no word yet on whether Triple H's re- regime has reached out to them. You know, speaking of the Triple H regime, I want to thank you all for choosing the Basement Bookers podcast as your current listening uh, entertainment. Thank you. We are, of course, the official podcast of the Isle of Relevancy. Moving on, FIFLSelect.com reported this week that Bobby Fish's AEW contract is set to expire next month, and the company is not interested in renewing it, which is why he's been left off TV for the past month. Shout out to the world's oldest man, Bobby Fish. Yeah, he he has that sort of like vaudevillain type look. He's the oldest. He's the oldest young man alive. Yes, <laughs> I should look up his age. I think he's in his thirties. Uh, yeah, he's no. He, yeah, he's 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 young guy. He's you know it's it's all a meme, guys. Uh, real quick, forty five. Wow. Okay, I was duped. Forty five. He'll be forty six. 
at the end of October. So wrestling wise, he is kind of old. Yeah. All right, that's fair. All right. Fightful Select also reported that Impact has denied Lady Frost's public and official requests for release. She claims that some travel and medical expenses that were supposed to be reimbursed never were. Because she's on a pay-per-appearance deal, she's currently not making any income. The report goes on to say that Impact officials are disputing her claims of unpaid expenses and that they'd give her a release if she did the favor for Masha Slamovich on TV, which she was scheduled to do in June before notifying officials that she couldn't make the show, then going public with her release request. It, it's it's no wonder Impact is usually like people's like last resort. Stuff like this is always like coming out. Like so, it's always somebody has something that like mm-hmm. they weren't paid or some card. It's like the Cardi bullshit still survives through Impact. Yeah, even though Don Callis is gone. Yeah, well, you know, he's a Cardi piece of shit. Some stains can't come out. That's right. No matter how hard you try to scrub them. Indeed. So, I mean, it's it's up in the air, like, who's who's lying, who's not, maybe who's misinformed. Some Something got lost along the way, but that's fucked up, one way or the other. Uh, yeah, sure. What can you do, though, right? Exactly. Wardlow mentioned in an interview with Athletes and the Arts that he worked blood and guts with a torn calf, which he suffered doing sprints in preparation for the match, and that right now he has, quote, tears in my knee and shoulders. So, Wardlow working hurt. Dude, like, you're not fighting for real. Like, you don't have to blow yourself up with sprints. Like, how is your conditioning where you need to do that? Well, I don't think it was right before the match i think it was just like you know like in in no the i know prep for. i i know mm-hmm. what people say when they say training for something mm-hmm. but it's like yeah dude no you the the it, uh look i know people don't like to hear this but like when something's already predetermined like maybe you don't make it so like you take like i don't know a year off your career down yeah, the just, line because it's something yeah, just, that could have been avoided for it yeah, because, yeah, like, this one thing, like, look at Randy Orton. Like, that one time, his mm. fucking shoulder. I remember. I know exactly which, which incident you're talking about. It's <laughs> been that way forever. Yeah. Forever, dude. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, take a note. Maybe learn from those that came before you that, like, look, we get it. But, like, maybe do the bare minimum when it comes to training. And I know how that sounds, where we shame people like Adam Cole here on this podcast. What? I don't. I. I. I'm. What I mean is like, you're already in shape. Like you don't have to do that much more work, mm-hmm. you know, to get yourself ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if it's about like conditioning and stuff like that, just like go to the basics, man. You can do. You don't just do some, you know, I don't know, whatever, breathing exercises or something like, but yeah. you don't have to do that. You also, make Chris- sure you make also make sure you properly stretch and hydrate before workout. Granted, it's two different cars, but like, look at Chris Jericho. Like, you mm. don't see him doing shit like that. Well, like, you know, <laughs> well, 
Yeah. He's actually he's actually next. So that's a perfect segue. Fozzie's yes. official website, FozzieRock.com, announced that they've had to postpone a September 8th show because Jericho suffered a, quote, severely bruised larynx at Quake by the Lake on uh, on August 10th. So wow. Too, too much shouting at the audience, maybe? It's. I wonder if it's like, well, it adds up because he's always – he's – my main critique of Chris Jericho sometimes is like he'll be on commentary and he'll get very shouty <laughs> to the point where it's like a um like a cartoon mm-hmm. and it's like it has its place but it's like hey you're like in a high profile feud with like a group that's supposed to be like serious mm-hmm. and you're acting like a little petulant screaming shouty little child like this doesn't track for me to me which is I mean, why I was like during the MJF thing is like maybe MJF should have retired Jericho. I see most of JAS stuff as comedy, actually. I think that's what that's kind of what it's intended to be. Like with Anna Jay just choking out random people backstage. And it's at any time Matt Menard is on camera. I know. And I get that. I think this happens a lot with entertainment where it's like People just say, oh, it's funny, so it's okay that's bad. You know, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, something could be funny, and it's not because it's bad. Right. It could be silly and not be bad. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I just think that silly and maybe, like, that particular brand of silly is what they're going for. Like, they're going for a little bit over-the-top sports entertainment. Then you shouldn't have feuded. You should have feuded them with something like Dark Order and not Blackpool Combat Club. And maybe and Hager them wins. And Hager shouldn't them. be involved in it. Uh, you know, after watching Dynamite, I think it's okay that he's there <laughs> because it's like he he stopped being like a threat a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like. You can't say, oh, but yeah, but Jer, he's he's in the UFC. I mean, he did like uh, Bellator and stuff, and you know, undefeated. Like, yeah, but it's like, okay, but that doesn't mean shit. This yeah. is pro wrestling, you know what I mean? Like, he's not Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He he's not, you know, he's not any of those guys. I, I can't even think of anybody else that was like. In the UFC, that's like super charismatic. That's not the point. He's not Brock Connor. Yes. Well, Conor McGregor has never been a professional wrestler before. We haven't seen oh, him sure, in sure. a professional yeah. wrestling ring. Yeah. Or I mean, I get a close comparison. Tyson Fury. That's a great example. Thank you. Jeff Whalen of Raja reported that Velveteen Dream was recently arrested twice within a week. First, on August 20th, he was arrested in Orlando for first-degree battery and trespassing on property. Then again. Uh, Although, what else would you trespass on? But whatever. Uh, then again, on August 26th, on charges of possession of drug paraphernalia. Um, they don't specify what drug. I mean, I, mean, I probably could have looked it up. I heard I about been... the drugs before I heard about the, the first thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, when it was that, like, I posted about him like, well, if he's caught with drugs, it's 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 probably like all oh, they call it more like a joint or something. You well, know? drug drug paraphernalia typically like refers to some sort of hardware 
for drugs, like a needle or a He pipe. could have had a bag. Wouldn't a dime bag? No, I guess not. No, that, that's Maybe that's if he had, drugs. like... Maybe if he had, like, a pipe. So, like, it could have been mm. anything. It could have been, like, a vape. Because that's, like, a tool. That's paraphernalia. True. True. You need that to light the oil. Yep. Um, could be anything. It depends. Like, what state was it that he got caught with the drugs? Is that Florida? Florida. I don't know their laws. So, it could it could differ. Mm-hmm. Because I think it wouldn't matter if it was, say, New York. Right. By the way, I apologize if it's coming through, but someone, it sounds like a few blocks over, is shooting off fireworks. Okay, so that's what that was. Like, yes. not today, but, like, yesterday. I'm like, what the hell is all of that? Is it? Mm. Oh, is it, we, is really World War Three? I don't want to be in that. And then it's like, oh, no, that's right. Summer's still technically happening. Yeah, you know, Fourth of July fireworks. is only ten months away. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was it was a while ago, but it's like it's like a week or a week or two before. And then like many, many weeks after mm-hmm. it just keeps going. Anyway, enough grouchy old men. Well, well, just based on where you are, I wonder if every now and then you catch you could hear the Coney Island fireworks. I can. Uh, there you go. Could be that. But you said, I don't know. Maybe Yesterday it was not today. Yeah, yesterday was Friday. Yeah. So. WWE and Amazon announced joint lawsuits against 13 defendants for allegedly selling fraudulent replica titles with one of the alleged counterfeiters based in New Jersey facing felony charges in addition to civil charges. I mean, look, a guy's got to make a, a, a living, but you can't, like, you know, profit off of somebody else's intellectual property without giving them a cut. Right. Or something. And WWE will not do that for you, buddy. WWE are real strict. Like, they don't even, like, they don't mess around with, like, copyright on YouTube, Mm -hmm. from what I understand. Like, they're really, like, they'll take your shit down. Yep. They are strict. Content for them. Mm Mm-hmm. In a recent interview with Ariel Helwani, Triple H admitted that there's, quote, some truth to the rumors that Brock walked out when he heard about Vince stepping down, citing an established trust with Vince when Brock is generally distrustful of people. He added, quote, he digested it a little bit and came back to the building. We did business that night. We had long conversations about where we would go next. He liked what he heard, liked how he had been dealt with. So it's all good. That's great. You'd love to hear it. It was weird that Triple H says this, quote, some truth. And then he went on to basically describe literally everything we heard about what happened. So that sounds like all truth, I think. But no, I think it's it's safe. The way he said it is smarter mm. because all sorts of shit's being said. So if yeah, he was true. like, yeah, everything you heard is true. It's like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. So he did fuck you in the ass. You know what I mean? Like, for instance. Well, well, it's well established on this podcast that if Brock Lesnar wanted to fuck someone in the ass, he would, in fact, fuck them in the ass. Yes, that 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 is that's right. Because who could actually prevent it from happening? I don't know. Um, Probably God. And that in itself is like you can't really rely on that because sometimes divine intervention just doesn't happen when you need it to. Yeah, God can happen. Sometimes I did lose happens. a wrestling match, and Brock wasn't even involved in that one. He wasn't even involved in that one. It was just Vince. 
and yeah. it's the and the guy pays Brock Lesnar. So I mean, it's not difficult to understand that hierarchy of power. Anyway, let's continue before we get blasphemous. Um, <laughs> PWInsider.com reported that after serving his brief suspension, Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara discussed their issues and agreed to put them behind them. Uh, look, talk shit, get hit. Um, or get your face caressed less than gently. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think maybe if his hands were a little bit, if it was like a softer approach, I don't think. It would have got to the point where he would have gotten in trouble for it. Right. Like, they might have to talk to HR about something else, but mm-hmm. it's not violent. Ty, Ty would be like, Sammy, do I need to worry about you? Something going on here? No, she knows something's going on. Okay. That's what attracts her to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like, if, if he's willing to do what she's willing to do, then that, that like, brings them closer together, I feel. Mm. So. Yeah, true. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last bit of news for now. It shouldn't even be news. Uh, uh, but I, but I had to address it. Vince Russo stated Bro. on his YouTube this week <laughs> that he had been consulting for the USA Network from pre WrestleMania 2020 to post WrestleMania 2022. A, I wouldn't believe him if he said water was wet and ice was cold. And B, if it's true. If that's true, that would explain why Raw was harder to watch than previously during that period. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, like, commenting on something like this is like being foolish enough to think that Drew McIntyre had any chance of defeating the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns at Clash at the Castle or anywhere for that matter ever. Right. Like, it's like, even bringing myself to discuss things such as this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we don't know. And it's like, you can't trust him. <laughs> but like, even those, like, like you hit the way I say it. It's like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like, you know that they don't have anyone with any wrestling knowledge on the inside because they hired Vince Russo for that. Like, no one said to them, listen, not this guy. He's that character, man. And, like, all the stories where it's like, you trusting him? Yeah. He's, you can't, he's the most unreliable narrator. Yeah. It's in like, the history. You, you remember when someone leaked that info that got you jumped? That was him. That, you're family is dead because of this man <laughs> you think just this makes up for it but anyway uh if it's if true actually no the timeline doesn't line up but he would be the guy that comes what well, comes up with the stupid ass 24 7 i-95 championship <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i i think don't quote me on this, but I think I might have read somewhere that actually that was our truths idea to bring to uh, basically rebrand the hardcore title like that. Well, if and... it's our truth, then it's a good idea. This is how much of a <laughs> fucking a-hole I sound like. I sound yeah, like and... all those crazy people on the Internet. Like, yeah. Well, I, well if my guy said it, my guy, it's a good idea. 
But if what, Batman, you, you never heard of Water Mountains? <laughs> Did you see that one? Oh my goodness! No. no? Water so, Mountains. So to flat earthers, water mountains are what the ships pass behind when you can no longer see them over what we ball earthers they call us call the horizon this is trolling i'm now not trolling <laughs> not you i'm saying like this is this is trolling the water mountains they're this it's trolling man <laughs> like if you at this point in time and like I mean, there is a point zero 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 point one percent chance that we are incorrect, but I'll mm. take that chance and just say that that stuff is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy it, that it's it, it 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 feels like it's like this this little trolling thing that they do. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever you do, don't not believe it. Right. It's like. Because then, because then you can use this against anybody. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, why? I mean, you can just make up any wacky term to try to disprove actual science. Yeah, they could just stump me. It's like, well, I mean, have you met God? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, I mean, so there could be a chance. It's like, it's almost like, you know. With like a jury of your peers, you know, mm-hmm. you think that's going to you think that's going to convince a jury. I only need one. Mm. It only takes one person. Yeah. It's all Goodman taught me that. So mm-hmm. I got to watch more Better Call Saul. It's over, bro. I know. It's I know it's over. Fucking but... awesome. You got to check it out, dude. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I just finished it because I waited and I waited until it was done. And somehow didn't know anything. Man, it was just it was it was just so it was much more different from Breaking Bad than I expected. I cried, dude. I believe it. Like I I cried. Like at the end, I was like, I think I texted you. I'm like, they don't then that they don't make they don't make things like this anymore. They don't they can't make TV shows like this anymore. It's mm-hmm. so good. And it's like it's not it's a prequel, but it's a prequel that. It's okay that it happened. It's mm-hmm. one that needed to happen. Like some happened that you just don't need it to. Mm-hmm. And that concludes my review of Breaking Call Saul season last one. All right, let's go move this along. <laughs> All right, so let's jump to. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I guess let's do the highlights and lowlights before we jump to Clash of the Castle because let's keep it freaking chronological here. Well, I mean, Clash of the Castle is fresh. It is. Uh, but we, obviously we had Raw and everything before it, so. Raw highlights. Um, it was different start. They started with the match. Um, How dare they? I know, crazy. What right? a hot start! <laughs> a match uh, started right. a wrestling show. That's right. where we're at, Richter is. I know. It's it's, it's a weird world. For <laughs> this is this. not normal. <laughs> Revolutionary. What is happening? How dare you start this wrestling show with a wrestling match? Turning the business on its ear. I am calling your sponsors. <laughs> so the highlight here was from when Judgment Day spoke on the whole rest of that first segment. Um, I liked in particular, I liked Finn saying he was tired of Legends coming back. 
They increased Beat Edge. Edge got a documentary. He himself beat Rey Mysterio. Rey documentary got a documentary. Where's their documentary? That's really good. I like that, and I like what, like, I don't know if it was, was it this week or last week where Dolph Ziggler was like, well, aren't we the same age or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We called him that was play. last week, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> We're the same age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I, well, what, what happened on Sunday, I mean, Saturday, it kind of, it, 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 it makes it okay. The whole Judgment Day thing, I think, mm-hmm. like where it goes from here, because yeah, like honestly, I can't believe they lost. Like I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't, this doesn't make any sense. But like, I really thought mm-hmm. that that they would lose because I, I thought they would win because of the thing, but the thing happened anyway. Right. So I mean, we we could we could talk about it now. I mean, as well. But so is Dominic gonna go with Judgment Day? Because Judgment Day was shown laughing. At the low blow and Dominic knocking Ray down. I don't want it to be judge- the Judgment Day because it's too obvious, and I need it to be League of Phantasma so yeah. I can be correct. <laughs> I need him to be with them so mm-hmm. I can be correct no, for no other reason. And it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I hope it breaks that norm. It's like, you know, I, I, it doesn't always work when, like, someone keeps getting beat up. By a group, and then they join the group. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna beat a your gang. You you hurt <laughs> me physic. You physically assaulted me, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to physically assault other people with you. I have a problem with this. Yeah, it's like so. Well, if you can't beat them, join them. It's like no. How really? about this? Like literally. How, how about this? How about instead of that, I join another group and we fuck you up. Yeah. How about that? And that is what I would enjoy. Yeah, I'm going to ditch keep... this crew that can't yeah. handle you and find a crew that can handle you. Yeah, because, like, I, you know what? That would make sense. If, like, the Judgment Day attacks uh, Edge and Rey Mysterio because they want Dominic to come out there for some reason. And let's talk about this. And... Judgment Day come out and they attack them. Mm. And then like Dominic comes out for the save and then um, you know uh, Escobar and his crew come. Mm-hmm. And it's like whoa what's happening here? And they proceed to beat the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Edge. Rey Mysterio. The Judgment Day and that's it for them. And just destroys them. And then you have uh, Legato del Fantasma instead. I wonder if they could make it work to where Dominic joins Legato because he feels Ray is too Americanized as a luchador. And that they are more authentic. They keep it real for La Raza or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be that just kind of like kind of a thought that I think they could probably pursue, and I think it would work, uh, especially with um, Santos coming out. You know, he starts out with the mask, he takes it off, whole nine, like it, because Dominic could say and they could say that it's not only about the rat, about the mask. Ray, pretty much all he has as far as lucha style is the mask. 
he wrestles WWE lucha style, which is just some flippy shit. Whereas true luchadors, in addition to the mask, but some of them don't have a mask, they they just ha- they have like a whole different rule set. Maybe legato matches will have uh, luchador rules where it's tornado tag style. All right. So the beautiful part about this is that it can always be used. Mm-hmm. Like this is a storyline that you can use after you've established legato in the main thing mm-hmm. and you could still do that like it doesn't even have to be now and the the beautiful part about it is it could it could be done at any time yeah back pocket and, and it has more impact when you know more about these guys because i think one of the mistakes that wwe makes sometimes and it's not that rare it's like they put too much stuff Mm-hmm. To like, okay, so is this wise or why is this like? It is, let's make it clear this that because you could do that any time. At the mm-hmm. you could like later when it's like, you know, maybe Dominic's conflicted after a while with how things are going or whatever, and still do this idea, which is really good. The fact that it can always be used at any time is mm-hmm. what's amazing about it. Yep. Next highlight on Raw is the modified octopus by Asuka that they're now calling the Asuka lock. Unless that was a flub by commentary, it yeah. looks like the Asuka lock is now this modified octopus. I I guess it helps to change just change it up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. it might be a little confusing to the... I mean, maybe it's not confusing to the quote-unquote more casual viewer because... If they're more casual, maybe they pay less attention to the names of moves or what they are. But yeah. Eh, guess that doesn't matter. If I was driving by the Monday Night Raw parking lot and I saw Tommaso Ciampa and The Miz, like, you know, talking to each other and, you know, Tommaso's like chasing Miz. He's like, Mike, where are you going? And he's got the glitter on him. I'm like. Well, I wonder what those two male strippers are arguing about. Ha! They had you know? glitter? I didn't notice glitter. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa had glitter on the left side of his body hmm. from something. I don't know from what. And Miz even pointed it out. He's like, glitter? Really? And like, and, and Tommaso Ciampa, like, all he does is just throws his arms up. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's things like that you miss, dude, when you don't. Like when you supercard sometimes, like I wonder if there was right where um, Miz is trying to leave, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, so Dexter's gonna be in the back seat, and Miz gets in, and that's that. There's, there's this whole exchange, and as he's leaving, Miz uh, Dexter's in the back of the seat of the car. Wait, did you not a see second. that? Oh no, I did. But wait, how did you predict? That completely unpredictable <laughs> scene of Dexter being in the back seat. Rich, I'm the only person that's ever saw an urban legend thing. <laughs> I'm the only one ever. So because of me having this exclusive knowledge, sources close to the situation have told me this is happening. And I brought it to you after the fact, the basement book of us here, right here. Wherever you decided to listen to this on. You are a regular prophet of the street. A street prophet, if you will. I am the third street prophet. Nice. Yes. Next highlight is the entire, the entirety 
of the segment the Usos and Sammy, the the whole announcement of the championship celebration, and then going through the match and Kevin Owens beating Jey Uso. All that good stuff. Loved yeah. it all. I really thought that this. I was I was really thankful that this didn't turn into like a festival of friendship before the festival of friendship. You know. Right. So. Thankfully, that also didn't happen on Friday. Yeah, because we know that at some point, we suspect at some point, I should say, we believe that at some point, Sammy is going to get uh, tossed out of the bloodline, quote unquote. As if I would say it. as soon as Friday. Maybe, but like. <laughs> and, or and, Monday. Yeah, and then him and Kevin Owens are going to team up to face the Usos, but this is so good. Everything they're doing is so good. Like the subtleties and the not so subtleties. It's so good. I, I can't even say anything else about it. It is so good. Like let them drag it out because it is entertaining as hell. I'm calling it that like Roman's going to thank Sami Zayn for giving him the idea that they needed another person in the mm-hmm. bloodline. Mm-hmm. And then just a look on his face when he realizes that it's not even him. Right. Like the like he was just a good idea. Like like oh the number is good, but you mm-hmm. just suck. You're not even good enough. Mm-hmm. And then the look on his face when they fucking destroy him is gonna be beautiful. I'm I'm gonna hurt because I am a I am a Sammy Zayn guy, mm-hmm. but like things have to happen a certain way in order for stories to progress. So speaking of stories progressing, you just said you're a Sami Zayn guy, and I'm a I love Sammy it. Sami Zayn guy. Sami Zayn's my guy. <laughs> you used to hate on him so hard because of that jackass. I told you that changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. That when he fucking embraced that shit, and that was like one of the most fun matches on the card. I was like, well, this he's legit. Yep. You got to do something. You got to show me something, and that's this is such good. good shit. Yeah. That's not all I can't you could get so get me so far with oh wow look at look how he did that move. It's like yes, we all know how impressive that is, but I need some more shit. You know? Right. I was I'm always the more the sports entertainment guy here, you know? Mm-hmm. A, a man of the people, a commoner. Yeah, it's it's true <laughs> that you that to to truly transcend, you need the blend of both. Like you need like to be able couple, to entertain you and me. Yeah, like a couple of my a couple of my favorites, you know, Benoit, Malenko. What were their characters like? Exactly. They what did they transcend? Not a whole lot. But well, you know, really Benoit good, right now is throwing down, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like D Malenko, man of a thousand holds. His you know, his character was the Iceman, and it's like, yeah, but how do we connect? Like, I love watching his matches, but, you know, hey, Dusty Rhodes promo. Yeah, I, I really wish people would stop, like, bringing him up. Like, it's really in poor taste. Like, I get it. Your fan, like, did you see the dude, the picture of the guy with the shirt? At, like, no. I don't know if it was an AEW or something. No. Nope. I think it was like, um, you know what? I don't even want to talk about it. All right. I just thought about, I'm like, you know what? 
you don't give any attention to, to stuff that's not in good taste. Fuck that. Let's mm-hmm. just, yeah. Damn it, I was trying to clean the language up. We already messed that up earlier, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I was first, for the record. Yes! Put it in the jar. I think it's overstuffed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. New jar. <laughs> so that's it for the highlights from Raw. Uh, no highlights on NXT. NXT was a... Uh, they're, they're still transition. So NXT, they did a lot of crossovers to, to hype Worlds Collide. What about that picture I sent you? Uh, I'm to from it. the office scene. Oh, that was gold. You gotta you gotta post that on Facebook if you didn't already. I'm gonna and on the Instagram. I'm gonna ask people like if that's it's gonna we're gonna play a game. It's called NXT or porn video. It's gonna yeah. be a picture. You tell me what it's from. <laughs> I, I think I I I'm really certain we could do that weekly. That could be like a weekly segment minimum. That, then after a while, it's gonna be like, hey man, it's always NXT. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Oh, well, sorry for wholesome content, guys. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, um, that's not the, that's not the joke. You'll see. You'll all well, the see. Well, fr- fr- I remember the first one. Re- it was wrestling or porn, and it was the end of Volta vs. Ilya Dragunov, the first one. Oh, the yeah. First, the first was, Volta vs. Dragunov. That was crazy. And mm-hmm. that was before he made the transformation. That's right. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so it was even, like, raunchier. I showed my wife. I showed, uh, I, I showed my wife uh, Gunter before, like when you when you took a picture, to, like around the time when you took a picture of him, and we we joke around that he was your father. Mm-hmm. And then um, his current, she's like, "Wow, that's a crazy transformation." I'm like, "Yeah." He yeah, gave two. It, Vince gave two guys the same advice. One of them ain't working there no more. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't even think. I don't even think Gun- uh, Gunter was given that advice. I think he just, like, he saw the writing on the wall. He's like, well, they're going to call me up and let me just maybe look the part a little more. Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah, because, like, Europe and Japan, like, you can look like Gunter did and be over, but it's not as believable in the U.S., maybe because of the whole dad bod thing. Like, dude, Maybe. my dad looks like that. He can't. He doesn't hit that hard. Maybe your dad hasn't hit you hard enough. He's mm. holding back a little bit. So, like I said, a lot of crossovers. Uh, Champa came down. We saw Rhea Ripley. We saw. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of. Butch. Hey, man, I used to do this. You need to do this. Yeah. Right. And Finley. Yeah, that's I, pop, I pop for Finley every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, uh, you know, the, the dyad, uh, I should say schism and, um, Cameron Grimes, but, uh, the dyad normally like one of them has like the right eye black and the other one has the left eye black. This time they, they had the black eye on the same side. So they fucked up. Unless they're just not caring about consistency and they'll switch it up intentionally, but I doubt it. I think they fucked up. I think they messed up. Yeah, man. I I I think sometimes you could just look, but you could just look past some things. But consistency is pretty important, right? Like if the whole gimmick is it being like one half mm-hmm. of one thing, but they're like 
together as a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dyad means a couple. Like, often as, like, in a marriage, but it doesn't have to be, like, a literal marriage. Like, basically, like, yin-yang is a dyad. Yeah, but still, I, I, I hate it and I want it to go away, is basically how I feel about it. Yeah, we need Triple H to get Zach Gibson back. I'm 99% sure the the dyad schism thing started under Vince, or like whoever was running NXT under Vince at the time. So I think they're probably just going to like let it run its course, and I don't know. I, I really like the – well, I like Zach, Zach Gibson. I always felt that like uh, James Drake was kind of just the copycat standing next to him. I think this is going to end with the return of the Grizzled Young Veterans. I hope. It's such a great tag name, too. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. Like, it seems to be the path, you know, what Riddle having his name back. Uh, oh, yeah, we had we had Gunter come back. Uh, Kiana James, the boss of the uh, the sexy assistant, lost. Yeah, I think they should, like, make the assistant the the, the main thing here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give her a promotion. Yeah, like, um, specifically because reasons yeah 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 uh on to smackdown the only uh maybe because i had to like rush through a little bit i watched it today it was a whole freaking thing uh the only highlight i actually have is uh the uh butch and ludwig kaiser match it was nice to see pete dunn come back for a little while a little bit He's got music. It's pretty generic. Sami Zayn accepted roses for Roman. They were painted black, mostly, and apparently they smelled bad. Probably because they were dead. And they might have reeked of death. He probably smelled the the spray paint. Yeah, it was dipped in formaldehyde. Apparently today is World Beard Day. Beard? Yeah. I I have a beard. Because I'm on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And it says, make a post for World Beard Day. And I'm like, uh, okay, I have a beard. We have beards, you should say. We we have beards. All right, a couple quick hits for AEW before we jump into Clash at the Castle. Um, So the Ace Steel thing, as soon as Ace Steel came out to pick up the contract, the, the mocks dropped, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. Yeah, I hate this. Yeah, not to steal, not to steal your gimmick from the Dex, Dexter Loomis thing, but I knew exactly where it was going. And yeah. it was, I was like, do I really have to watch the whole thing play? Can, like, can you fast forward it? And they really, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't fast. Not only did they not fast forward it, they played it in real time, and then they just upped the intensity from Punk, like seemingly on the verge of retirement, to getting the shit, the taste slapped out of his mouth, I should say. And then he's just so hyped. He goes into the crowd, and there's this one dude, like, that holds his infant up to him as if he's the Pope. This was very heavy-handed. Yeah. Like, the the narcissism was so thick. hmm Like, do you know the meme where I'm trying to word this uh, properly? Thumbnail of ace and cm punk you know what i mean it's uh, like yeah i'm picking up be, what you're putting down you know what i'm saying it's very x-rated what happened there mm-hmm. and it's like that's 
that's next level. It's like, you know, kids watch this program, right? Like, you can't be doing this in front of children. Yeah. Like, the ego stroking was so deep, it was crazy. It was like, did CM Punk write all of this? This is all his idea? It's like the only thing they didn't do was kiss on the mouth. And I'm not, I'm not talking like the way, the way Mox kissed him. I'm talking like like Sammy and Ty. Like, that's the, old, that was, that's the only line they didn't cross. I bet you if they had uh, Triple H's budget, they would like AR a uh, Halo <laughs> over CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, they would. They would do that shit. Uh, so uh, I, I want to go over our savior. He who is the straightest of edges. Yeah. And hangman's in the back. Like, really, guys? Like, really, come on, man. Five minutes ago, he disrespected me. Mm-hmm. And like now you're like, yeah, fuck hangman. See ya, punk. See ya, punk. <laughs> it's like it's every... so comical, dude. It's like every week, the more they hype punk, and like, I, if you're a new listener, if you listen to some of the old episodes, I'm a punk fan. Ditto. Ditto. But, but I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> this this Tony Khan punk is God thing is not working for me. It's, I think, to, to recap, my recent rant, if you haven't heard it, I'm not a Hangman fan, but Tony Khan had the opportunity to put Hangman over as a true, legitimate champion, a legitimate world champion in the world of wrestling, and to legitimize his home, quote unquote, homegrown talent. I know about Hangman and New Japan. I'm just I'm just saying like U.S. market and he didn't and he gave it to punk. He gave it to a former WWE guy at that point. More former WWE talent had held the AEW title than anyone else. And I feel like Tony Khan in his in his own accidental marky booking kind of way is burying his own company by just not putting his talent over the veterans that came here to put over the new talent. I I don't think that was a good decision. Punk proved it when he broke his foot doing something stupid. And then (laughs) they do do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and then Kenny does the same move to mock him oh, just a week after get Kenny getting mocked for gassing himself out for looking like a freaking gas giant himself. Compression shirt. Compression shirt. Like, don't even say it's a compression shirt. Don't tell us it's a compression shirt. Like, we know. Don't call attention to the compression shirt design to compress the Kenny Omega gut. Kenny gets my Kenny Omega like I guess it doesn't count because technically Clash at the Castle was on Saturday, mm-hmm. but like he got my wrestling G move of the week, man. Now you know the spot I'm talking about. It's during a trios match. 
Uh, so Will Ospreay and his two guys versus Young Bucks and Kenny. Mm-hmm. At one point, like, I guess Osprey chucks Kenny out or something. Mm-hmm. And then he does the thing, you know, where they're going to go. He's going to go run to the outside. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he goes and he jumps to the outside. Kenny's not there. And he, like, gets him from behind and just slams him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you think? I'm just standing there. I'm stupid. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. But, okay. So, so maybe I did see it. But I. I apologize, Bookiverse. It's been a very long week for me. In particular, it's been a very, very long three days. It's one of those things like if you don't, if like if you blink, you miss it. But like mm-hmm. these character moments like these, where I'm like, I try really hard not to like, like to get distracted because it's very easy. But like mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I got lucky because I caught it. I yeah. was trying to get an image because all right, peak. First of all, Peacock fix your shit yeah because after the end of the main event this one dude's reaction was priceless and i couldn't pause it in time and you know rewinding and the thing is so annoying yeah and then so i rewound it to the best i could and i had to rewatch it from like a point and then it cut off right before i was going to be able to get the image I'm like, I give up. (laughs) I give up. Like, this one dude, like, he looks so upset. I'm like, oh, I I need this picture because this is everybody. Mm -hmm. This is everybody that was dumb enough to think this was possible. Yeah. (laughs) So so while we're on topic of the peacock cutting it off, I started late because I got home late. (laughs) The the peacock cutting it off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Lorraine and Bob, but anyway. So. After the main event, Tyson Fury comes over the guardrail. I don't know why they let they allowed it, but whatever. I guess because he's Tyson Fury. He's the Gypsy King, dude. He's royalty out there. Yeah, and who's gonna stop him? So, exactly, lineal longest ever or whatever. Right. So he had a moment with Drew McIntyre, and he start he starts singing American Pie, and then cut off. I and I like if there was a payoff, if there was an explanation, I I missed it. I have no idea why Tyson Fury was singing American Pie to Drew McIntyre. All right, so at this time, to our UK listeners, I apologize for Rich Therese because he doesn't know this, and I didn't know this, but uh, were the people singing along with him? Yes. That's because that's a thing that they do. That's no, I know. he does. That's the only reason. That's like... That's it. That's like his thing. Tyson Fury sings to people? Yeah, that's his thing. That's his thing. It just happens at his fights or whatever, I guess. Maybe it happened once or something and they just do it. That's just his Is thing. it always American Pie? I guess. I don't know. It's just his thing. It's just his thing. You know how like certain areas have their thing. You know I how know the UK got, likes uh, to sing. Like they were singing for Bailey. Throughout the yeah. match. They were singing for Seth throughout the match. Yeah, I think that's just a thing. And he's gone out to the to the ring with that too. Uh for his ring music, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I All could right. I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm righter than you. Mm-hmm. Um right. whatever right, that means. Cool. Before we before we got off the rails here, I wanted to go over I'm sorry. 
It's okay. I want to that's, go over some. You say the... off the rails. That's how you admonish me. I want everybody to know the key, the, the code words. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to go over some of the ridiculous things CM Punk said. Oh, after, thank God! After the love fest with Ace Steel. Thank God! I was going to look up a transcript and I forgot about it. I'm glad you got something. Mm-hmm. Let, please let us let us let us hear this. Please, uh, um, listen. If there's kids, they shouldn't be hearing this. Yeah. All right. So so Punk hugs uh, Ace Steel and says. Before he was CM Punk, he was just a punk kid from Chicago. He was born blue in the face with the cord around his neck because they've been trying to kill him from day one, but Mox isn't him. Punk then goes through the crowd, calls out Moxley, saying this is Chicago where the weak are killed and eaten. And all out, Mox can't break his bones or drink his blood. I think he actually said they did their best to kill me, but they ain't find a man strong enough to do it yet. And it ain't Mox, and Moxley ain't him. Yeah, I, I obviously cut it down. Maybe yeah, but it much. sounds more badass if you have all of it there. Um, yeah. Even then, it's like, maybe if there was somebody else doing this. Yeah. And I forgot to say this, but I think because I fucking took us off the rails like a jerk. I think this shows, maybe I did say it and I forgot, and I'm sorry. CM Punk needs a Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Like with Tony Khan, he's got a guy that's gonna let him do whatever. He's not gonna like filter him. You know what I yeah. mean? Because he's yes, Phil, you got it, Phil. Yeah, cause he's gonna big you got time. Phil, anything you want. And watch us be wrong. <laughs> but like, maybe we're not. I don't know. But this is just a guess. This is big. This comedy. Huh? Remember, if, if something's comedy, right? Like that's. What we do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think that it's it's really heavy. Like, I really hope Moxley wins. I just don't see it happening. But, like, you could tell me one time that Ace and 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 um, CM Punk are friends. Yeah. You don't need to tell me seven times mm-hmm. in the one segment. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, I didn't know right away either, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I the name I knew, but the face. So it's good that they said something like I'm not like super like 40 chess when it comes to this kind of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember. Hold on. First off, how often do you hear me say that? But I remember when a steel came out after punk. Was it when he first broke his foot no it wasn't when he first broke his foot it was after the match that he sold like he broke his foot again right a steel came out they mentioned it was a steel they mentioned that he was punk's trainer longtime friend i remember oh wow they did so even then yeah so that was where they started with the breadcrumbs for the story okay see i missed that part but for me it was a big dump like right there well, you're used to the Excalibur big dumps. Yeah, Excalibur takes big dumps, man. We have <laughs> yep. that in common. We're kindred mm-hmm. spirits. I guess so. Except yeah. his are his are mostly verbal. Although I'm not saying he has non he doesn't have any nonverbal dumps. I just haven't seen them. Mine will stop up the toilet though. That's really the main difference. Yeah, and his his just overload the brain. Yeah, I mean the jury's out on which one's more harmful. Um, anyway, right. um, without further ado, 
Yeah, moving on, that's it from Dynamite, and I didn't watch Rampage yet because I had to get through SmackDown and then what Clash. Do you think? Oh, I oh, I, I sometimes I ask questions and then I know the answers to them like right after. I was okay. going to ask about Jungle Boy and Christian Cage segment. I thought that it was, was all right. Pretty they good. they they went in a pre- kind of predictable direction. I mean, I don't know. I didn't predict that Jungle Boy would be like that. He loved Christian Cage. You know that he cared about him. It's the story they're telling. Yeah, Christian, but he actually said it though. Like Christian Cage, know. like 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 a true. I don't want to say child, but a, like a true, much younger adult predator, convinced him, convinced Jungle Boy that he loved him and that and made him love him back. I don't know. I just thought that Jungle Boy. Um showed uh courage uh and being honest and open about his feelings about this guy even after he was talking shit about his dead father mm-hmm. rumor like, has it like, christian's first words to jungle boy were what school do you go to wow <laughs> i mean that that creepy turtleneck i mean you're nothing if not consistent and you're just like <laughs> a christian cage um, thank you i, I could, think it's very important to be consistent i thank think you. I, I, I admire agree. that like i am the most inconsistent person so like that's only because well i mean i'd say that's because you don't rem- that's because you do remember things but you would think that remembering would lead to like the same thing for me not remembering makes me consistent because i always think the same way for the most part and then so i just reiterate myself not remembering that i already said the same thing last week it's like taking a shortcut but getting there the same amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, good job, I guess. Exactly. Uh, is there anything else from this week in wrestling that you want to discuss before we jump into Clash? Uh, look, you know, I'm a guy that, you know, you, you look at me like Jerry really likes to meander. He likes to stick around. Stay with the old stuff. Well, let me tell you something, guys. By the time you hear this podcast, you probably would have heard the best takes on the things I missed. So <laughs> without further ado, since it's fresh in our minds, let's go and talk about the uh, the the clack. Clack? Clash at the cat. C-A-T-C. The clatic. All right. The clash at the castle. Yeah, there you go. Let's just do that. Let's stop being lazy fucks. First match, six women tag. First of all, uh, they weren't verbally, audibly called damage control, but the Tron video refers to the team of Bailey, Eosky, and Dakota Kai as damage control. That's what I was thinking, and I missed their intro, and I know they have new music. Mm-hmm. And just, they have new music also. I didn't get to hear it. But add till the end. But even then, at the end, it didn't come out clear. So I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I hate it. Um, I'm glad that they won. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it was Bailey that pinned Bianca Belair. And I'm just upset that I didn't pick that she would be pinned. I had that. And it's a good. And, and I really like the finish because it doesn't make Bianca look weak. Because, A, Bianca took all three finishers, and the first one was uh, what I call the Kai Kick, while Bailey was holding her in the turnbuckle by her braid. 
Yeah, my wife didn't care for Bailey's outfit this time around. Uh, well, she Bailey's... didn't care for it. She liked the outfit from before that she had, the one where she came back. Mm-hmm. She thought that was a better look. She had like hangy suspenders, I think, maybe or something. Something like, like that. Pants. But it's better than this. This didn't because they look like trainers, you know, just mm. not not very flattering. Um, but um, yeah, kind of, I I agree. But um, yeah, Bailey could always use maybe a little more something to her outfits. Sure. Just an opinion. Uh, so the opening to Gunter versus Sheamus, we had Imperium fully reunited. Which is yeah. Very cool. All all with their fresh new names, Giovanni Vinci. Yep, that's really good up. that they're all back together again. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you via Messenger that the three-person faction tends to be like the new formula now because you got the one main guy that's going for the singles title, and then you have the tag team going for the tag titles at some point, whenever it may be. So that their their own personal interests don't conflict. You don't have like the ego of – all right, I'm going to go for the world title, and you're going to go for the U.S. title or the IC title. It's like, well, why, why don't I go for the world title? Well, that's know? definitely favored by the uh, wrestling algorithm, yep. as it were. Indeed. So that, as expected, was a hard-hitting match. Gunter beating Sheamus with a lariat. It, it wasn't just a lariat. It's like... It's after, like, two guys are just spent. And the difference between winning the match and losing the match is who hits a move first. Mm-hmm. You know? And it wasn't even something that's like a finisher of his. It's just a fucking hard-hitting fucker just mm-hmm. to get something. Yep. And then finally just beat the fuck. And I liked how Graves put over Gunter's chops, basically saying that's not just a chop. That's a man's entire lower half of his arm hitting you shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And now you may call Seamus a face. Now you may call Seamus a face. Cool. I mean, they could, just face. Not, they could just not do it because it was just because he was over there. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. You got these users like, yeah, I don't like you people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like like they could flip back and it won't be disastrous. Like it was going into it, like the go home was subtle enough. So is it official R.I.P. fight night and they are officially brawling brutes? Well, I don't think they were ever calling them fight night. I agree. But anything that Pat McAfee can shout and make sound fun, I like. So I liked him shouting fight night. Next up, and we kind of talked about it already, uh, the whole Dominic thing. Uh, so Dom was helping Ray and Edge. Yeah, he was do- He was playing it straight till the end. Yeah, and he he successfully helped them too. Like, yeah, if exactly. not for Dom, they wouldn't have won that match. Right. So what are you upset about? You upset that, like, why did he attack him? Yeah, so that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't track with like what they had literally just showed me moments before i think it's because like after the fact it's like they're cheering for him 
and his father. And he wants that to be him and his dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe he was jealous and it just got to him. Like, he's he's young. So he's got all these weird chemicals in his body. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I know he's been through puberty. I'm just saying. You know, he's not he's not smart. Right. No, yeah, no, no, no one at that age is smart. What, how old is Dominic? Ah, uh, let me see. If he's under 25, his frontal cortex isn't yeah. really formed yet. So... He's still not a man yet. Um, 25. Oh, April. It's Agent just. Nine. All right. Well, he's got no excuses now. But he's less than 25 and a half. All right. So, look, he's barely a human right now. You know, <laughs> he's six foot one. Damn, dude. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not saying Wikipedia is lying to me. I just wonder. Yo. All right. So I Googled it, right? So yeah. Google has two pictures side by side. You're so offended though. Wait. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, like I got I gotta post this. Let me take a screenshot of this. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna paste it in Skype. All right. Just be, just for okay. the contrast here. And okay. it's Ray and Dominic standing together now and Ray and Dominic standing together then. Let me oh and oh, like, like the height it looks like the height difference then and the height difference now is the same. It's just reversed. Yeah. Like if Ray was a foot taller than Dominic then, Ray is now a foot shorter than Dominic now. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that like the perfect pairing of pictures? Yeah. Damn. It's almost like if somebody was messing with Photoshop. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Uh, next castle. Next match was Seth and Riddle, and I really liked this match. I thought it was well done. Why can't Riddle win a wrestling match? Like, what's going on here? Why are they burying this guy? It was a good match, though. I think I think they're following the formula of oh he you know he, he's down on his luck blah blah blah. Randy Orton's going to talk to him or FaceTime him or something, and then he's going to go win the freaking U.S. title or something. I really was hoping that he was going to somehow turn, because Seth was taking his sweet time at the top of the turnbuckle. I thought he was mm-hmm. going to try to do like a do like a RKO, like turn that stomp into an RKO or something somehow. I was like, oh, he's not high enough, whatever. Mm-hmm. But also when like there's a point where Riddle, he gets the stomp but he moves into the ring more instead of rolling out yeah you know it's like hey that's kind of that's not a smart move you know it what i mean it could be argued that like he you know it's like if he, you're he's close, selling he doesn't know where he's going yeah but like if you're closer to the outside than you are to the inside wouldn't you just go for the outside because it's safer for you mm-hmm. i don't know that's just me like, I get it. I get where you're coming from on that, and that is a very valid point that I won't ignore. In general, but especially compared to Seth, Riddle is pretty inexperienced. And also, Riddle might be growing a second forehead. I don't know if you know that. Maybe. Did you see that at the end? Like, there's like a knot, like, right above his eyebrow. Yeah, it, it got from... pretty big pretty fast. Yeah. That, that shit's happened. a hematoma or whatever. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. 
Okay. Next up, of course. Next up, of course, was the main event. Uh, to start before anything, uh, Carrying Cross and Scarlet were shown at ringside. I knew they'd come into play. I'm glad they, they weren't. Ticket. Yeah, I'm glad they weren't majorly involved. I'm glad it was brief, and I'm glad it didn't directly affect the outcome of the match. At first, I was like, because I didn't see them before. At mm-hmm. first, I was like, yo, these fucking, these people across the pond have no chill. That is so disrespectful. How dare they? <laughs> and then it's, oh, it's, it's carrying across. Oh, okay, never mind. Mm. Like, all right, fine. So I was getting very upset. I was like, that's not how we do things in America anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's barbaric. But yeah, I'm glad that, yeah, I'm glad it, you're right, dude. When it's like, like not too much participation, mm-hmm. I thought it was great because this way you protect Drew, like, Roman was having a really hard time. Like I listen, I'm I am faithful and I've never I would never I would never pick against the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Did you know let me tell you something, let me fill the fill you guys in. It's been a long time since our Facebook group has done pick'ems and they've come back at Clash at the Castle. And I can't believe it, Rich Deriz. I can't believe it basement book of us. That there are blasphemers. Oh yes, blasphemers mm. in our midst mm-hmm. who have not opened their hearts mm, to the tribal chief Roman Reigns, and they chose Drew McIntyre. But they were led into temptation. But it's up to us to let them not lead themselves astray. That they can come back into the fold. And when they come back into the fold, let's accept them. Let us not shun them as they should. Rightfully, they should be shunned. Would you agree? They should be. I they agree. should be shunned. Yeah. So, but, the, but the, look at them trying to win rather than showing their support for their tribal chief. It's unbelievable. So we should all accept them back into the fold because we're stronger together. We're stronger right. together. There's no need to separate us. We should be united. A united island of relevancy. We forgive on the Isle of Relevancy. That's right. We forgive. It was a great match. Um, what like what you would expect from them. Mm -hmm. Um, like I like I said, they did a really good job of making you believe. I use my words very carefully. Mm -hmm. My words very carefully. That Drew McIntyre might have had a chance. They made you believe that. Heading into SmackDown, I, every time there'd be a package about, you know, what happened. You know, mm-hmm. the history of Drew McIntyre building towards the match. But then the end came. And he blindsided the tribal chief. And beat up the bloodline. And rules are rules, man. Rules are rules. That's right. Drew didn't have a chance. Nope. But they made you believe he had a chance, and that was the point of it. That was what was good about it. Even before that, I, w- I, want, I want to touch on this. Drew coming out at, at first to his old music with a lot of old footage playing. That was really cool, really well done. Definite nod to the U.K. crowd there, uh, but also 
the IWC has been talking about that on Twitter. People were clamoring for for Drew's old music. I apologize. I don't know the name of it. For Drew's Broken old music to come dreams. back. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. People wanted Broken Dreams to come back. And they got it briefly, but they got it. It's kind of like Edge with the Brood thing. Yeah. Like, it's briefly. Like, you got to know when to do this kind of thing. Yep. And they so far, like I've said in Messenger, like they haven't messed that up at all. Like they really just nailed it each time mm-hmm. they try it. Yeah, whether they're listening to the IWC at all or, as you suggested, maybe Drew suggested it, whether it was his idea alone or like independent of the IWC or if he saw people asking for it and said, you know what, that would be cool. Let me see if they'll do it. Either way. It seems like this new regime is listening more than the previous regime, and I am happy about this. I have a question. I have an answer. Does Vince McMahon go into the Hall of Fame this year? I think at this point, yes. I don't. I don't think he uh, could really. I mean, unless he does. I think the only thing would be if he does not want to. Uh, I could see him maybe. I'll say if he doesn't go in this year. He doesn't go in until he's passed on because okay. he'll he'll keep just saying no. All right. Well, OK, we get to pick one. And we'll. All right. So who. Who should induct him? You get one person. Hmm. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Some I, I think the nominees for who would induct him are. I know I what you're going to you say. You only get one, you son of a bitch. That's why I said you pick one so we can figure it out. So let let me list the ones that I'm thinking that are are potentially who would induct him. Okay, you don't want to be courageous, sure. And, and then and then I can because I want to verbalize the list and then maybe narrow it down, right? All right. So okay. Hogan, Hogan, right? Um, sure. Because honestly, without Without one, you don't have the other. Okay. Especially at the scope of what it went to pre-Hogan to what it became after Hogan. Okay. Okay. So it's it's like Vince and Hogan were the catalysts together of WrestleMania 1 to... Like from from before WrestleMania one through WrestleMania to building WrestleMania, giant stadium from from Madison Square Garden to giant stadiums was Vince and Hogan. You couldn't have one without the other. Um, Stephanie Triple H, Undertaker. I wouldn't discount Bischoff. I would. <laughs> And you know what? If Vince wanted to get a laugh for himself, Ted Turner. Uh, If if Vince just wanted to troll, it would be Ted Turner. Realistically, you know what? Michael Cole. I'll put him on the list also. All right. So, like, you're making this longer. So, like, which one do you think? Just pick. You get to pick one. Pick one. Hogan. All right. I say Triple H. Okay. I think Triple H should induct Vince McMahon. 
it's perfect you know it's it's the new king you know and he's gonna he's gonna take the kingdom away from the old king mm-hmm. and honor the old king and you know put him where he belongs with his father mm-hmm. and the other great kings of the past right i like it rule the kingdom i think that's probably most likely yeah and for then, a bunch of reasons but the dickhead in me would love it if Stephanie McMahon did it, mm-hmm. especially with the fact with how I cast her in this story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she's the Machiavelli. Where whereas Triple H is doing the honorable thing with the old king, Stephanie's gonna fucking have him fucking humiliated, embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, and as a joke, she'd be like, "Do they ever find that other NDA? What about the yeah. dead prostitute?" Oh, ah, whatever. God. No, listen, it's still a publicly traded company, man. Oh, true. You gotta true, protect true, true. the brand. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be a gotta be like an anonymous email. Like is. Sometimes he goes a little too deep. Stephanie underscore not underscore McMahon underscore WWE at gmail.com. Listen, Steph, Steph Stephanie McMahon knows where the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and this Look, I know, and I repeat myself, she did this shit. Look, I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Kayfabe, bro, Kayfabe. I'm, listen, hey, I'm still trying to get that WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Facebookers at gmail.com, hit us up. Yeah. I meant to ask you about the website later. Well, my, we'll, we'll talk later after the podcast. Yes. Um, Booker, hashtag bookers take bookings. All right. Listen, don't speak for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this book will take bookings. All right, so uh, Drew and Roman. Yeah. Great I, match. They told yeah. a great story. It was a good story of Drew could have done it if not for. Yeah. And it's like and enter whatever it is here. The ref getting knocked out. Uh, brief appearance by Austin Theory getting knocked out by Tyson Fury. That was fun. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Cause I was like, get this fucker out of here. Oh, that that would have been interesting. But um, but briefcase still in play, ladies and gentlemen. It is mm-hmm. still in play. Very good. And then from NXT, the Street Champion, the toughest of them all, the toughest younger Uso brother. But his last name is not Uso for some reason. It's Solo Sokoa. Yeah, I love it when like commentators like Corey Graves or Michael Cole have to talk about people from the streets. Mm-hmm. It just makes for interesting commentary. Mm-hmm. Yes, just saying street makes that person like if street is associated with a person, they're tougher than anyone else. Yeah, just right out the gate, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, as a man from the streets myself, I feel. So, of course, uh, Spear. Roman wins, Roman retains, of course. There's just no other way. It's just the way things are now. Mm -hmm. And the sooner people get used to it, the better, and they won't be so upset every time they, like, every time their chosen hero falls at the feet Mm -hmm. of the tribal chief. Even the lineal world boxing, etc., acknowledges the tribal chief. That's right. What more do you need? Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. I like that little uh, 
hype up speech at the end. You think it's gonna be Tyson Fury versus Roman at whatever the next event is? No. Okay. I I <laughs> hope not. Because like they'll just be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So it could be argued that um, Roman, like that Drew looked strong against Roman because Roman didn't have the bloodline there, and he also didn't have Heyman there, so he knew. That like some of his back pocket tools weren't around. Yeah, Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they can't travel internationally. Is that it? Right. Well, I think it depends on the country. Or maybe there is a thing on um, DUI Uso's passport because of the DUIs. As soon as 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 um. I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, oh yeah, as soon as they're like, oh, this 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 NXT call up is coming. I'm like, okay, well, here he comes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there he goes. They will be here sooner or later. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. He, I just feel bad for Sammy. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna break his heart. It's gonna make for some good TV. Poor guy. Yeah. But we're the winners here. We are. Uh, uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that it was at one o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon on a Saturday. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. I hear you, though. You know, you know, 30 years is a long time. So just let's be fair. Well, the thing is, over there, it's 6 p.m. in the U.K. Yeah. I guess they could have moved it up for us. But you know what? It'll be another 30 years. I hope not for them. I mean, they proved they could freaking fill a 60,000-plus seat arena for a non-Big Four show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, mean, I, I This could, could I, be their SummerSlam. Yeah, I could see them doing, like, uh, I mean, maybe Clash becomes one of the Big Four just because they get so many people. I don't know why you just don't do it every year. Yeah. Because then they'll get their, they'll get at least one thing once a year. Mm-hmm. And to them, that'll be like WrestleMania, even. Mm-hmm. So now get that big. So I don't know. I know. From, but I like that. The, the thing about it that was good, that its scope really wasn't that, you know, it wasn't like a big show, mm-hmm. but it was a good show. Right. And that. Is great. That made it easy to watch. Like there weren't like 11 matches. You it know? felt shorter than NXT, and NXT feels long sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. So two things before we jump into tomorrow's Worlds Collide premium live event. Oh, streaming God. Live Peacock. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I forgot about that. So the so, pacing of this episode is going to be a little off. It is. Now, if they do Clash the Castle, they probably could stay UK, which would keep them in the same time difference from us. But now I know people from Europe and like people from Europe, they go country to country, like the way we go, like New York to Jersey to Pennsylvania, whatever. Right. They just go. They're like States. Right. I don't know if for whatever reason, it it's more difficult to get from Europe, from like mainland Europe to the UK. Cause I know there's a channel. Yes. Channel between France and the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, that obviously you just drive through. 
Um, I don't know how long the drive is. I didn't look that up. But, like, if they decide to make it a yearly thing and they make it all of Europe, that could mess with the time, with our start time here in the U.S. So just kind of something to think about before we jump into Worlds Collide, which we're doing right now. I have the match card here. Let's go bottom to top because that's what we do for the NXT North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Uh, not a lot of buildup here. But I mean, it's last minute. He's over here complaining that he doesn't have a match. And Ricochet is like, well, I don't have my fingers on my butt. I'll, I'll wrestle you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing that that night. So uh, I, this, <laughs> Baby, I think this yeah, match is going to be crazy. This match is going to be crazy, and it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm loving it. But uh, Hayes wins. Ricochet with the beard, you know, he's definitely not going to win this match. Right. But Ricochet with the beard is dangerous. Don't don't sleep on Ricochet with the beard. So like Flawless, if he, as uh, I think Pat McAfee calls him. Yeah, like if he won, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Was there no uh, Pat McAfee uh, drawinator thing, whatever, this week? I don't think there was. Nah, not as far as I know. But wait a second, Rich Torres. I'm sorry. I have I have word from Jerry uh, mm. that we forgot a key thing on this week's SmackDown. Okay. Bar- after Baron Corbin loses his open challenge... Right, right, right. To Shinsuke Nakamura, a limousine with bullhorns, mm-hmm. and inside, uh, JBL, the voice of JBL, the voice of JBL. I know he's probably on Skype. Yeah, but I'm trying to, you know, make it fun for the podcast, and you ruined it. That's what I do. You know, not <laughs> JBL, obviously, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, Ben so, to fly him in from the Bahamas. Oh, shut up! No one needs to know. And then, you know, rules of magic. And then, you know, he gets brings in. So either he's pimping Corbin out or he's going to help him. And we're going to have a cool little Baron Corbin uh, JBL uh, stuff coming. So this is potentially great because JBL is great. Well, he is a wrestling god. That's right. So we'll have to see what exactly this becomes so but i'm i'm hopeful because corbin's very good at what he does yeah make people hate him i heard he like makes steaks you know oh yeah i can definitely see that. yeah that's true i've uh, seen some of his, his instagram posts. is crazy yeah mm-hmm. twitter yeah moving along on nxc worlds collide uh, Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Elimination Match to unify the NXT and NXT UK tag titles. And again, unification is stupid. Just just make the UK titles the fucking Europe titles and shut up. But whatever, they're doing this. Uh, the Creeds uh, versus Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly. It's got to be the Creeds, I think. I think uh, Honestly, down the line, I think Vanilla NXT... Is going to win this, probably one exception, just to like throw shit off and me- make people go, what? Yeah, and I, for me, I thought it would be this title. It could be. So I'm going to go with Gallus because I can't stand them. I like Gallus a lot. They're so basic. Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs are basic, and I blame Brooks Jensen for that. I don't know. I think they're kind of fun. 
I like their accents. Bunch of good old boys, man. I'm liking Fallon more. Yeah. You know you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm going with Creed's on this. Although I'd, I'd really like Gallus to win. Yeah. Yeah. For the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. I like Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H.'s new attempt at uh, accessorizing. Same. Now with jackets. Yes. It's <laughs> the Dewdrop and Nikki Cross you know and love, but now they've got jackets. Mm-hmm. Jackets. I can't, I can't wait for Dewdrop to become Piper Niven again and for them to tell us how they came up on the same UK indie scene. As long as she keeps the same music. I don't know what it is. I like Dewdrop's music. Dewdrop. It's just better. It's the way they do it, but I like it. I don't know what it is. It's so silly, but I enjoy it. <laughs> That's okay. That's it's good that you enjoy it. Yeah, it doesn't matter silly. what anyone else thinks. Like, I, like I don't hate it. I don't crap on it. It's certainly defining. It's know? just silly. It's like I don't know, man. Somebody put work into that, and it actually turned out not to be terrible. It's pretty decent. Right. You know, it's hard mm-hmm. making music. So Casey, Casey retain somehow. Uh, no, man. Let's give it to Dewdrop and Nikki Cross. Wow. Or Nikki Ash, as she's called. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't matter. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't see. I'm fantasy booking. I don't see Caden Carter and Katana Chance really beating anyone. Mm-hmm. Like together, they might weigh as much as Nikki Cross, but. Yeah, they're. I I don't see them as a threat. That begs the question, Rich Torres. Mm-hmm. What happens in a situation where a Dewdrop and Nikki Ash win the titles? It's a unification match. No, so I guess it. The no, it's not. Anything. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, it's there's no NXT match. women. There's no NXT UK. Women's tag team titles. Oh, well, there should be. Maybe, well, there's not enough for any of them. Right? Right. It's like, they're not going to be around. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I don't care. I, I, don't, I don't care about the Smash. Yeah. I already said to drop an A-S-H. Yeah. And it's not that you don't care about it because you don't care about them. It's just like, you know, all right. A well, a little, a little bit. They haven't made me care about Chance and Carter because they like they flipped them so quick without any sort of explanation whatsoever. Like, I don't know why they turned heel and then I don't know why they turned face again. Does it really matter that much? It, I mean, it affects. Like, you know me. I my know favorite you. Question, you my favorite question PC. is why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's like it's like why why are you crapping on the crowd now? Now why are you like hyping up what whatever the hell they were hyping up last week? I don't remember. But like why were, why yeah. why do you now like the crowd? I mean, listen, I I like the little hip shaking they do. That's cool. But. Maybe they got frustrated. You know, people get frustrated. You know, explain they it. have a bad day. Tell me. They don't have to explain anything to you, Rich Riz. 
They're smashing the patriarchy. They don't, don't have tell, they, to. They don't have to explain would, themselves to some man. I would like them as storytellers to explain to me the reason for the change. They do not owe you an explanation. I would clap my hands, but it's very loud and annoying. <laughs> Moving on to the triple threat match to unify the NXT and NXT UK women's titles. Mandy Rose versus Miko Satamora versus Blair Davenport, in case you didn't know, for anyone that didn't know, formerly known as B. Priestley. I think it's going to be Blair Davenport. I think she might win that match. I think that might be the, oh, shit, really? Could be. She she definitely kind of had that, uh, that almost Miz-like, what about me? I'm in this match, too, kind of, you know? Yeah, she's a real wild card. That one, mm-hmm. she could. It, it's anyone's. It could even be hers, and she's not. She's a real take no prisoners. Like you, they don't know her. You know, they might know each other. You know, mm-hmm. but how much do they have on her? Yep. She's she's a she's a known. She's an unknown known. You know what I mean? Correct. A known unknown. Something like that. Yeah. Definitely one of those. And maybe from parts unknown. Oh, we don't know. Somewhere in the UK, I think, though. Oh, fine. That way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mandy Rose. That's safe. I I, I think people are just finally going to put some respect on her name. I've always put respect on her name. I think most people put respect on her name more. I think more now do than did before, if that makes any sense. Yeah, probably. I mean, she she has literally held down this women's division since before 2.0. Yeah. Just before, but still. She She's like one of the very few holdovers from Black and Gold. But what you're saying is... And still! Is what you're saying. Correct. Unify. Unity! Then what is it? The Undisputed NXT Championship? They'll probably just call it the NXT Championship, and then they just fucking say, hey, here's a shiny new belt for Europe. Here you go. Oh. Maybe they'll just defend the belt across all all the brand. Maybe. I mean, that means UK transitioning to Europe would be an upscale, like an, an upgrade. Yeah, kinda. And then we'd probably have to start watching that also, and I don't fucking got time for that, bro. Fuck. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, you know what, man, Rich? Maybe them having like new titles and that makes some kind of sense, right? What do we know? Where? Who are we to question uh, the decisions of professionals? Honestly. Um. I. I for We're one. Bookers. Yeah. That's what we do recognize that it's not my place mm-hmm. so please don't make me watch another fucking show yeah like we already skipped dark and dark elevation you uh, know there's good wrestling on there don't worry they'll force feed the best ones they have to us on dynamite sooner or later yeah once like everyone's injured oh god forbid i know seriously knock on wood all right uh, main event time, Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate to unify the NXT and NXT UK championships. I'm not going to entertain this. Braun Breaker. 
It's not this, the big this is some flat earth shit. I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah, that that wasn't even that great of a freaking pep talk by uh, Butch. Yeah, it's like, what do you do? You speak English, like Gunter though. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's a real pep talk. It's a real. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you lose that title, that won't be your only ass beating that night. And yeah. his accent that I won't even attempt. Yeah, also, also, he's a real man. He's right. letting you know. Letting everybody know. By the way, I didn't say it before, but obviously this is non-title because it's NXT. And also non-title is All Out, which has, god damn it, including the pre-show, 15 matches. You're killing me. All right, let's get this show on the road. No yeah. segues, no fucking. Let's. We're gonna take this very seriously. I'm sorry for all the swears, but I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded. I'm basement Jareded. It's all quick hits, no explanations. Just a winner. Uh, pre-show: Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. I, I don't care. Ishii. Eddie Kingston. Cool. Uh, Pack versus Kip Sabian's Pack. Sabian. That's actually for the All Atlantic Championship. Pack. Yeah. Uh, for the FTW title, Hook versus Ricky Angela Stocks. Parker. Uh, uh, Hook. <laughs> uh, mixed tag match for the mixed tag team titles. Ty and Sammy versus Ruby and Ortiz. Ty and Sammy. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, main show, Danielson versus Jericho. Jericson. Daniel Danderson. Daniel Bryan Danderson. Jericho. Okay. <laughs> Fatal 4 way for the interim AEW Women's World Title: Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter Tony versus Storm, Hikaru Shida. Cake, 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 Tony cake, cake, Tony cake. cake. Six man tag: House of Black versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Oh, you know me, dude. I'm a black guy, ride or die. House of Black, baby. Black Let's guys go. represent. Let's House go. Of black. Yep. Singles match for the TBS Championship: Jade Cargill versus Athena. Jade Cargill. Mommy Jade. Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. Six-man tag. Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Wardlow and FTR. Probably, but Mo- this match is going to be a crossover, It's always the home team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is going to probably be good as far as Rich has told me. Yeah, yeah, and I'm predicting you're, you're going to be singing the praises of Saban and Shelly. Yeah, probably. Uh, by the way, um, this sure, week, yeah. this week in in the middle of this the I don't think the Viking match, oh. uh, before Xavier Woods hit what is known as the hesitation drop kick that they didn't actually say, but they did reference the hand symbol. That hand symbol was for the Motor City Machine Guns. Wow! Because the hesitation drop kick is an is a Chris Saban thing that he does. That's and really that, cool. I like when and, they do things like that. Yeah, and that hand symbol, which they did acknowledge on commentary, which was cool. It's uh, the reason why they do that is because he he holds his hand up and he points to like the meat of the thumb, the the pad there. That's where Detroit is on the map. Oh, because you know Michigan's got it's got it's the hand half of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's why that's the reason what the hand symbol is and why it represents mostly machine guns and all of that. So there's that's your history lesson there. So. Man, you're so cool. It's things Thank like you. this. If you don't know it, like it's not as cool. When exactly like, missing a puzzle piece, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's an apple tree. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, Claudio versus Wheelie Uta versus Penta versus Phoenix versus Rush versus Andrade versus Dante Martin versus TBD casino ladder match for a future AEW world title match. Uh, Claudio. Oh, TBD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Claudio. That's a good pick, too. Yeah, because TBD is probably going to be some outsider. Is my guess. Uh, it could be Bray Wyatt. Which oh, my crazy. God. What if it's Kevin Nash? He's uh, an he, outsider. He is an outsider, but, you know, he's going to require a private jet. And then, you know, he's you know they have a lot of stairs, and those stairs are a little steep, and he's going to pull a quad. Well, he's worth every penny. Uh, right, but then he won't be able to wrestle. But that's true. You've, you've but then again, CM Punk, so whatever. All right, yeah, so, true. They'll just have a steel go slap him in the face. Yeah, that's it. It all takes is a slap in the face these days. Yes. For the AEW World Tag Team Championship, Swerve in our glory, defending against the acclaimed. Yo. Oh, God. Listen. 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 Swerve in our glory. Yeah. Because, um, sure, why not? Yeah. And Rock beat Scissor. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Starks versus Hobbs. Starks. Happy Elf Stark. Ricky Stocks. <laughs> Ricky Stocks. Yeah. With, with the stupidest story behind the pose, too. You know what? It's it's going to be Hobbs. It sucks. I like Starks. Yeah, there's probably going to be some smashed. interference. I'm, I'm going to stick with Starks anyway, just because it's non-title. Yeah, exactly. It's like so the, you go for who you like. Mm-hmm. And presumably this is the co-main event. Tournament finals for the inaugural AEW World Trios Championship. The Elite versus the Dark Order. That is Silver, Reynolds, and Hangman Page. Ah, shit. Probably. I think it's going to be Dark Order. Hmm. It just seems kind of predictable that the Elite will win the belts. Right. That's why I think it's going to be the Elite because, especially lately... AEW has been more predictable than WWE. All right. I'm going to change my answer to the elite because it doesn't matter. You won't regret it for the zero points you're going to win. And so what it does happen, I will text you a picture of Grandpa Simpson shaking his fist <laughs> at the cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's fine, I guess. While standing in North Carolina. Ugh. <laughs> How stupid. does like Kenny get the announcer to shit all over Osprey's achievements? Well, like announcing him. Uh, like, I mean, I could probably speculate <laughs> as to. Uh, I guess the checks, right? But you checks, have to say yes. This. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for the world title, Mox versus Punk. I'm Moxley. gonna say Mox because I want it to be Mox. Honestly, I want it to be Moxley. I want it to be Moxley because I don't want it to be Punk. I predict Punk is going to turn full heel soon. Yeah. Um, and also, Elite wins that frees up Hangman to go for Mox. I see. And I think that's a feud that 
maybe it's not believable that Hangman would win, at least not to me, because of the goddamn shitty booking of his own nearly original talent. But it should be Hangman. Is Punk really going to lay down for Moxley two times in a row? I don't know. Maybe. You know what? Considering um, the at least the rumors that Punk refused to do the job for Hangman, maybe this is how Tony Khan gets the belt back onto Hangman. I don't know what your obsession with Hangman as a champion is. He got screwed. Listen, <laughs> I admit before. Hey, you're I'm not a Hangman you're right fan, or die, I, bro. Yeah, I'm not a Hangman fan. I don't like him. But the wrestling fan in me says Hangman got screwed. You want better for him. I, I respect that. Right. I, I, I would like Tony Khan to sh- maybe show some more respect for his originals. Even though he didn't make Hangman, you know, I, you know, from Hangman's being in New Japan – I I think he owes him that. I think he owes Hangman a decent run. Hangman had a shit run. You're only as good as as, uh, the opponents you're in there with. And he didn't have any real strong opponents. He had Punk, but then Punk beat him. Yeah, well, you know, if anything, I think it should really be uh, Punk that should be the one that you know gets the belt to hang man yeah and maybe punk shouldn't say no boss i'm not doing what you asked me to because i mean real world that shit gets you fired anyway that that's that's my hill at the moment that's my hill to die on i think you're allowed to have as many as you like what with them being imaginary and all taking up literally no real estate there you go yeah like no matter is being used here. I should build actual hills and name them. No! Come <laughs> on, man. You can't go around doing that. Oh, like like in my backyard. Then I'll be like, what are you doing? I'll say, eh, just building a hill. People get locked up for doing shit like that, dude. Nobody wants weird hill building people. Like, why? I don't know. I just, I need to. <laughs> Call me a hillbilly. That's hill, the hill Hillbilly. Yeah, back in the day, they just had these simple idiots who just loved building hills. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they just stuck, I guess. Also, yeah. they consume moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm not on moonshine. Me neither. I'm just tired. Same. It's so late. It's been a long couple Why of days. Why did you do this to us, Spence? It's not even him. Well, I, well, honestly, it was 100 percent me. It, it was it was 100 percent me in this freaking this wedding in Mayo Pack that I just came from. Mayo Pack, it's a real I place. M A H O P A C, New York. To politely ask that they move it, and I'm sure it would have been fine. I'm sure it would have been fine mm-hmm. if you would just ask. They kind of went through ask- a lot to get this particular venue. Oh my God, they're so fucking selfish. I know. Like, I've never heard of anyone more, more selfish. Unbelievable. Like, right. I can't... Like, right? Like, mm-hmm. Where was your wedding again? 
What are you talking about? I don't know, because I actually don't remember where your wedding was. I just know it was not within the five boroughs. It was in Staten Island. Oh, was it? Yeah. Cool. It wasn't Uh, hard to get to. Granted, that shouldn't be a borough. It's part of Jersey, but whatever. Jersey is a borough. (laughs) (laughs) Can we not? (laughs) Could it not be? Can we not say untrue things as if it's a fact, please? (laughs) Yeah. the, The people outside New York are like, what? are these people talking about yeah they don't know no idea oh god all right fine fine i got a thing i do right oh you do i guess ah so yeah the thing where you'd say the stuff where yes. you do things if you want to get in touch with the basement bookers you can email us basementbookers at gmail.com we got a facebook page basement bookers we got twitter at basement bookers at basement jerry average there is the dms are open if 160 characters is not enough for you and that is cool and as far as where to find this podcast it's your itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and jerry's got a party message a batch of life is scheduled for one fall one fall. Yeah. So you gotta make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Yeah. 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 Yeah.